0: Look, you can't have a squad composed entirely of boxing announcers. But it's a podcast!
1: This is the com podcast for May 17th, 2010.
2: How's everyone doing?
3: Are you talking to us or them? I think they you? respond. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Through magical internet technology. Hey, everyone out there in podcast land. How are you doing? Mm. That's, That's great. really good.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we're going to solve the mystery of who killed. Uh...
0: Kill? Okay, well, you can have that <laughs> in a children's show.
1: Sure, yeah. you can.
2: Uh, in it's a nineties children's 90s show that deals with serious issues. In a nineties children's show, you could, but now, no. Yeah, remember that Sesame Street episode
1: where everyone died? <laughs> no. no, Yeah, defined I mean, one one die. they the defined yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. one of them did die. They had that episode. They did actually. one of their one of the recurring human characters. Died, and they act- like, one of the actors died. Oh, and they actually dealt with his in character death on the show as an episode about death. Yeah. 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 That, that that part is cool. cool. Yeah.
2: I've actually been reading a, a series of children's novels that I read when I was a kid, and uh-huh. they're like sort of gothic, scary, uh, ghost story type mysteries. It's Goosebumps, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's better than Goosebumps. Scary. Are you afraid of the dark? dark? Oh. No, it's, it's uh, John Belair's uh, mystery Novels And he... I don't know. He, he wrote... He was like a, a pulp fantasy author, but he switched over to children's books. Anyway, the point of this is that he... Uh, in all these books, there are, like, people dying uh, that the kids have to deal with. And, uh, uh, you know, like, they're, they fight... Um, they fight ghosts and demons and stuff like that by, you know, finding crucifixes and holding them up and saying prayers and things like that. And he was... He was... The author was actually an atheist, so he doesn't really have an agenda, per se. It's just because that fits with the mythology of it all. But I get the impression that this is why these books are not sold anymore. Because, <laughs> because it's like, this kid is a Catholic, his family are practicing Catholics, and there's all that that wrapped up in it. Or this other person is you know, practicing this, and that helps them fight the demons in this way. Of course. Yeah. Indeed. Because, you know...
1: Vampires completely weak to the, weak to the crucifix.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, vampire vampires now. Look at vampires now compared I don't to vampires don't the to. They're so pale,
4: they're so sparkly.
0: I think we need to retake the the vampire as a monster. I
4: think mm-hmm. we do too. Are there, are there do Twilight vampires ever encounter the crucifix? Is that a thing? Yeah, I,
1: I I doubt it affects them. Considering you know, nothing that's affects what you them.
5: You can do as a horror movie, like not shitty vampires. Not
1: no. shitty vampires. That like would
5: it. that would just be the whole. Like, think. They're not shitting. <laughs> we saw the uh, so,
2: the trailer for the new Twilight at the beginning of the yeah. of, of Iron Man 2, and Edward looks like a clown he because he's so pale. Yeah. Like, it, it just doesn't fit in with any of the rest of the movie. No, it's very strange. Anyway, none of
1: that leads us neatly to the videos we'll be talking about this week. This will be another podcast where we're not going to be able to get in much askler because we have a lot to talk about. Sorry, guys, we've been busy. busy. So, uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is the... Uh, First video that we have yet to talk about. Uh, Paul wrote that, so maybe you want to take a point on it when you're done, Dale. Uh,
4: so yeah, this was um, this was a, an idea. I think I wrote in the, on the little blog post there, but this was sort of an idea I had kicking around in my um, on my iPhone where I you know store random ideas. Uh, this idea of a a squad like a a, uh, a military organization that is have that has the stereotypes organized improperly, such that you have like an entire squad of renegades, an entire squad of you know whatever stupid guys, an entire squad of heavy weapons mm-hmm. guys, so such that they can never get anything done. The problem I had was that trying to actually how to actually do it in the video and how to sort of show it appropriately with our you know, resources because we can't have, like, 15 different guys all with costumes and set up and stuff to show all the different squads. So I um, sort of came upon this idea of doing it just as as almost a, uh, you know, having having the, the uh, commander of the squad being reprimanded by his superiors. Uh, and so that sort of, it almost, in some ways, it's almost like a, um, it could be done as, like, a stage thing in some ways. Just the way it sort of everything is alluded to but not actually shown. Um, but uh, I was very happy with how it turned out. The, yeah. The uh, actually they said in the uh, um, in the in the blog post that my favorite bit of set dressing was the. Uh, the uh, life preserver on the wall. Yes, when it's like the the navy's office, the the army's office, and the navy's office is exactly the same, except the navy's office has a life preserver on the wall
1: instead king, of a uh, a picture of um, the queen. The, yeah, instead of a picture of the king and queen.
4: Yeah, that's to indicate that you know they deal with water things. So he has a life preserver on the wall. That makes sense, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, this was once we once I actually wrote it. This was actually came together pretty quick.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, was this the first LRR video that was shot on the new T two I? I believe it was. Um, I think the first one that went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yes, yes, it was.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it really comes across that much because it's fairly nope. nope. small. Oh yeah, that's true. First hustle. Oh, the, the one the, the the one we shot in Boston. Oh right, yeah. This right.
1: is the first like sketch where we've actually had like lighting and you know set stuff up. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's. I'd, I like to think it's one of those things that you shouldn't notice that just makes it generally, uh, generally like look better and look more how it ought to. But yeah, there's some really nice depth of field stuff going on and, and um, it gets way nicer light uh, sensitivity and way nicer color.
4: Yeah, the color saturation is so yeah, much better. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and Which you can see even better if you have Escapish Publisher Club. That's true. Because <laughs> it's, then it's super high def and awesome. Otherwise, it's still pretty good. But. It is, yeah.
1: Um, just think of the DVDs. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, it, uh, I think that turned out really well. I mean, I know that you know, we are. Uh, we said that it's. Um, it is the. It is a country of non non-descript non-existence. Yes. It, like, it is
4: a Commonwealth country because they have a picture of the king. And queen. Don't they have? Yeah, <gasps> Indian <a> <gasps> flag.
1: Appalots. They do. They do actually. I mean, yeah. They or do. But they do have Canadian flag uh, pins. Obviously, those uniforms are nothing like the Canadian military. But you know, uh, the military sweaters is not unreasonable.
4: Yeah. Although I, apparently that's not an American thing. I know. Mm, but well, whatever. If people uh, were like, "Why would military people just wear sweaters?" Well, we're not Americans. So. I need um, to apologize
2: for the preview picture for this particular video. Which <laughs> oh yeah, I realized was a bit misleading. Realized
4: yeah. which made no goddamn sense well, at all. <laughs> it
2: made some sense. the the problem was I was trying to find a way. I, I figured that because um, Paul and Graham uh, were fairly iconic, and and you could tell Paul by putting him next to anyone else. No, no offense, Paul, of course, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> But you do have, you do have a, a recognizable shape when when put yeah, in. Paul was the in next the video, others. though. Uh, yes, he was at the very end. He's in the Stinger. i right. And the Navy guy. Right. Yeah. So Paul and Graham, I wanted to make the, the figures recognizable. And Morgan, I mean, he has that hat. And so anyone who's seen him in that hat, which he's worn in a few videos, would work. And I wanted Tim to be recognizable. So I found a picture of him playing bass, which he has done in videos before. And I always think of Tim as a guy who plays guitar and plays bass. because I totally don't.
4: Uh, so yeah, uh, I, think uh, I, the guy who, I think of Tim as the guy who plays Bejeweled. And
1: I, <laughs> I, Thank you. And I certainly don't think anybody else, like on the forums or whatever, immediately
2: goes, "Oh, is a guy with a guitar? Oh yeah, that's Tim." Okay. I guess I could tell it was me. That's that's what was that's what was going through my head when I put that together. So, so I was like, "It's the band. It's Band of Brothers." Like I hope that it came across that it was the Band of Brothers uh, yeah. cover um, with
4: these characters and. and I believe quite a few people guessed Rock Band of Brothers. Yes. <laughs> people thought it was just a band shot. So. Yeah. But, oh well. Apologies there. Well, the preview picks are always supposed to be relatively obtuse anyway. So, yeah. Um, so yeah that was that one. Pretty straightforward, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I was... Um, yeah. And then the, uh, the next one was Split Decision. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: when we were in uh, Boston... We were hanging out with our friend Woody, who um, has done a variety of internet funny stuff.
4: In the Elevator Show, it's yeah, the main, he
1: did, a big one Yeah, things. did the Elevator Show, and he uh, he visited. He came up to visit for Desert Bus this year for a couple days, which
2: was a lot of fun. Most uh, most um, recently, he's been doing uh, Foursquare Cops with HubSpot. Yeah, um,
1: uh, when, when when we were in Boston,
2: it just so happened
1: that he was also in Boston, which is where he's from. But he lives in LA now, uh, doing some work for a company there. To make funny internet videos for them, and uh, one of the ones he was doing, uh, like as Jared said, was uh, Foursquare Cops, which uh, you should go check out if you're a fan of the Foursquare. Uh, apparently, if you are a fan of Foursquare, it's very, very funny.
0: Uh, <laughs> I still think it's funny, and I know nothing about Foursquare. Yeah. Well, there we it, go. It's five episodes. The last one just
1: went up.
3: Yeah. Fair enough.
1: So, uh, but one of the other ones that that we were doing, without uh, wanting to give too much away, involved um, this this announcer character. Um, there's, there's a shot of me doing the voice in the trailer. Um, and it's, yeah, it's like an announcer in an office setting. That video hasn't gone up. I think it's going to go up in a couple of weeks, but we were talking about, um, we were just, uh, so entertained by saying sort of generally benign things in that, in that voice. And I, and I don't recall who initially mentioned it. I think it might, it might, you know, might have been Woody, you know, cause we, well, cause we were, we were discussing in the video what happens to, that character And they're like Yeah You know Whoever's looking for work And then it, You know And then it's like I'm currently Unemployed And uh, We all just You know Burst out laughing at that And then uh, It was basically like Wow We have to do that And uh, It turns out We actually beat Woody To the punch of it Because his Because his isn't going up For, for a For a couple mm-hmm. weeks But uh Yeah So No, it
4: looked like He's copying us Uh
1: huh
0: with so. the same
1: actor and all yeah. that. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. So it's uh, that's the um, uh, the that, genesis. Yeah, yeah. That's where the character came from. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. So I, on the bus between um, on the bus between Boston and New York, uh, I wrote that uh, with Kathleen's help. And um, uh, yeah, it was it was like I'd written it and then gotten to the point of like trying to figure out what the last. Um, what the actual final job should be, and uh, I'm pretty pleased with uh, <laughs> with the end result because it's really, really silly. But uh, I, d- I don't think it would actually practically work, but within the within the
4: uh, I think
1: within the logic of the video, it works. I think
4: for a certain kind of
1: person, a, just, you yeah, know, for a certain kind of I person. I
4: think it's a it's a niche audience, but yeah. you know, if that's what you're looking for, mm-hmm. you would be pretty happy.
1: I also really enjoy the callback in the stinger to Kathleen's character, who now that she knows she has herpes. It's phoning sex lines at work. <laughs> so strange. Sorry, were you were gonna say something. I was
2: gonna say, uh, well, with with regard to if that's what you're looking for, you can go back to uh, chasing Amy. You know, it should be like CNN, constant updates. Uh, but the uh, yeah, the actual shooting of the video, of course, we had to do a bunch of different locations. Oh yeah, it was. It, we yeah. were worried initially about how complicated that was going to be. Which turned out to be easier than I thought, actually. Uh, Kathleen phoned up a whole
1: bunch of pools, uh, only one of whom actually responded. Uh, But they were really friendly and really helpful and... and Really awesome about the whole thing, and they were like, "Yeah, come back anytime as long as there's no one here." Which pool was that? That, that was that was the Oak Bay rec center. Yeah, really. Yeah, oh. it was. We went in. we had to be there at nine, for which was after the old person swim, but before any other. Like the only there was there was one set of lessons going on. There was preschoolers in the small pool,
5: and, and that was it. And that was it. Oh, also, hi everyone. I'm here.
1: Oh yeah, Matt's here now.
5: I just sort of walked in the door.
1: Um, late. Yep,
5: I know. uh
1: and. Um, so yeah, so thanks to them, and big thanks to uh, Mister Tubbs Ice Cream Parlor, which if you're in Victoria, my God, you should check out. Do they still have that
5: wicked arcade there?
1: They do. They have a. They have an arcade there. They have a ice
5: cream and an arcade.
1: They have a, a um, Sonic themed, uh, like Sega, it's like pinball or pachinko or something. Pachinko or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, we should have use that for the. <laughs> uh... The blue, black and blue streak video. Yeah, the, you know, like it's it, it's like gambling.
4: <laughs> if I uh, if I had an ice cream parlor with a arcade in it, I would make, have to make sure that all the arcade games are ones that you can play with one hand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can eat your ice cream cone at the same yeah. time. Lots of whack-a-mole. Yeah, that's
1: a whack a mole. Yeah. So they're. Um, yeah, they're they're out by Silver City, and if you feel like ice cream, you should. I think there's one in Sydney out. as well. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, so. Well, this one's this one's out by Silver City.
2: But so. uh, going back to the pool for a second. Oh, right. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah,
4: Jared was the one who was actually drowning in the pool. Yeah, He made might. a very convincing drowning victim. Well, I mean,
2: I I actually looking at the footage, you can see that I I actually go under and then turn over and go into a full dive. Oh, um, I didn't notice that. Yeah. But uh, I think you
1: only notice if, 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 you if you're know, looking for it, yeah. yeah. Or if you give it away, now <laughs> <Well,
2: laughs>
5: everybody's going to know. Wait
4: but uh, yeah, Jared's actually a uh, a trained
2: swimming type person. <clears throat> I, I used to be. I, I it's. I mean, it's, my certifications run its course now. But I I uh, I was a trained lifeguard for a while. And, uh, but I mean, I, in retrospect, there's other ways we could have done that. Like if I'd had a weight or something to to weigh me down, then yeah, I, yeah. it would have been a little bit more convincing. As it was, I was just basically going under and swing and swing a little ways so that I was out of shot, and then popping back up. I was splashing around a little bit before too, but it's it's very difficult to actually get a decent ways under the water. Um, when your head is facing the ceiling mm-hmm. so, so I was sort of having to lift myself out of the water and then sort of reverse dive in yeah, it, yeah it, you really need weights when it cuts when it cuts
1: to the wide shot it's immediately after jar has like popped up taken a big breath and then disappeared
4: under yeah. It's, uh yeah I, I just like that you know in your lifeguard training, Actually, you uh, you actually involves a fair amount of pretending that you're drowning. Yeah, it does. Actually. <laughs> so you have experience,
2: and in that. you know, like people would try and like out out pretending to drown each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems dangerous. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you're in a lifeguarding course. Everyone knows there's a lifeguarding course going on. I was just I was afraid that when we went to do it, we were just going to be freaking out the lifeguards because they'd be looking at it and they're like, okay, so this guy is pretending to drown. Where do we draw the line between pretending to drown and actually drowning? <laughs> But see, this is, this but, is no, they were cool. This but,
5: is a problem that most film productions who are doing something to do with water have to deal with, though.
2: Well, originally, actually, I was going down, I would like, the dive was, I think, Paul's idea later on, uh, about halfway through, but originally I was going straight down and then just trying to do flips at the bottom yeah. of the pool for long enough to keep myself under and stop myself from floating back up. Right. Well, it's in,
4: uh, in the Bioshock, I had the same problem, except it's yeah. freezing cold water, <laughs> but it's a thing where it's like, you go, oh, it's okay, I'll just walk into the water, but... Uh, you know, in fact, fair, fairly light people like you and I, when we go underwater, we immediately pop back Actually, the, the more body fat you have, <laughs> the more buoyant. The more buoyant you are. Oh, really? Yeah. So,
5: in fact, it's easier oh, for you to sink than me. Because so oh, you could okay. use me as a life rat <laughs> the, the thing you have to do. I'll is remember
4: excellent. that next yeah. time you
0: crash in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> you just have to exhale. But then, of course, you I, breathe for as long. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, even even when exhaling, I still spirit. I still kind of am buoyant. Yeah, but no. It's
2: it. Even if you, you are you blowing need, like, bubbles wait, out, You need weighted shoes. Basically, the the best way to stay under is just to keep on doing front flips over and over and over again. Yeah, because then you're you're maintaining momentum and it's keeping you in place. And, and you again, build that's
0: going to cause you to need to breathe sooner, though. And you build your combo too. Oh,
3: yes, that's true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway,
1: all right. Uh, and um, uh, we also shot at uh, the Island Sexual Health Society Clinic. Yeah. Which was nice.
4: Which was, I mean, I didn't even know if it really came across even that much. Like, you're just in sort of a back room I, had, I had a
1: room. diagram <laughs> of a cervix in front of me. Like a 3D, like, interactive. <laughs> sorry, interactive. Inter- it's for demonstrating uh, the Nuva ring. It's a type of birth control. It's like, look, it goes in like this. <laughs>
0: And it makes that exact sound. Yeah,
1: it does. (laughs) Yeah, there's a small speaker on the side. It goes, blah, blah. (laughs) They just recorded some dudes. That should be
5: the ad. It's like the new ring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But there was there was like signs behind me on like check yourself for cervical the cancer. The sound is
0: no more, babby.
1: Yeah, and we needed a, we needed another office space for Kathleen shots anyway. Which, right, which, which there is a pamphlet that says Island Sexual Health Clinic
2: in the back, so it was it was a little odd. But, you know. And then the other the other two sets were both in the office in mm-hmm. fact, in, yeah. in like the basically the same area of the office, just set up in it's different opposite ways, opposite
4: corners. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually I was pretty happy. Like in in oh, someone my...
1: noticed what you were doing
4: by the it, way. What? Someone said, I like how Paul is just...
1: uh like he looks like he's just giving like normal tech support. In the yeah, background.
4: yeah. That, my, my thought my thought was that for some reason this is a a call center where they have like everybody's all just mixed up. So like one table there's like tech support, and then the next desk they're doing the sex talk, phone sex, yeah, phone sex, and then another desk to like you know psychics, and then there's another <laughs> desk where they're you know whatever, you know, either that or
0: hey. it's just or it's just a sex a sex call line for incredible niches. Mm, yeah, uh-huh. somebody
4: is like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, tell that- me tell me how to fix my computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do it yeah. slowly. Tell me,
5: to, <laughs> tell me how to format my. Heart. It's, uh, uh, it's probably actually uh, psychics uh, and tech support, probably a good fit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I yeah.
1: sense you're an idiot.
4: <laughs> I do that anyway. Uh huh. All right. Um, is that it? Uh, oh, well, I guess now we can the Yeah, done. I, I, I'm tr- I can't think of
1: much else In that video. But yeah, it was. I mean, we shot it over several days. It was, it was fun to shoot. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I
4: mean the video was straightforward. It was just a matter of getting all the locations, a big thing. Yeah,
1: and and being able to deliver the thing with the right volume when I'm, you know.
4: Yeah, uh, at the island sexual health clinic.
1: Yeah, where there's still staff there, and I'm having to yell herpes. <laughs> so that's fun. Yes, but
2: yeah, nice. Uh, E-N-N. ENN. So the last two uh, we had arg arg, uh, which was an idea that came. It was inspired. By the Joystick podcast, where they were talking one day about this this Call of Duty ARG that they'd gotten, and talking about how how they were great geniuses for figuring it out. Like, well, didn't didn't they also... Didn't Justin also
1: post to his Twitter, Justin McElroy, um,
2: that, uh,
1: like... uh, you know, attention game companies um, It's not an ARG if you also announce it with a press release Yes, <laughs> yeah.
2: but I mean like, So ARGs are a, are kind of a thing And they've been a thing for a while But there was this Call of Duty ARG that a lot of people reported on In in the press where basically they got Just an unlabeled envelope Delivered to them with a <laughs> USB stick in it And it had like weird stuff on it Totally and, no viruses on this USB stick I promise you Yeah, so. and it, it sort of occurred to me At some point, like people are so Um so used to these now like the the idea of them that it's like okay yeah i just got a usb stick in the mail i'm gonna stick that in my computer and see what it does because like it could never do any harm or anything so what if someone was to actually try and you know use this to kill somebody um so then i took this idea to paul <laughs> yeah this is
4: um i was trying to remember the other one that we did uh wait the other one was the uh the rpg, RPG terrorist. yeah yeah so this is the sort of when uh i like i come in in, in the morning and Jared's sitting there working on this thing and then we we just uh uh you know come up with sort of throwing random ideas back and forth
2: It's what happens when Kathleen and I show up late yeah well what but what ends up happening is like i I come up with these really like weird dark ideas, and then Paul adds some really surreal elements to them <laughs> which Hell yeah it's great
4: which i I think is fantastic. So yeah, and so the, uh, all, all yeah, sort of the the, I I really like the sort of the cluelessness of the, uh, of the ENN, the, sort of the this whole the ENN investigative team. Well, yeah, the
2: special investigative team was Paul's idea. It's like we have right. this whole this whole intro for the special investigative team, and it was and then, really it was really fun to sort of solicit that from from the the community. And uh, so from you guys, yeah, big thanks to everyone who sent in yes, photos. We, we
4: apologize that you're now dead.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we didn't we didn't mention that part before. Of yeah.
2: course not. Of course not. We would <laughs> give it away. Uh, but yeah, so that was awesome, and uh, uh, yeah, we enjoyed coming up with with all that sort of weird cluelessness. And then again, the day that we were shooting this, Graham and Kathleen were uh, were late, so Paul and I went and got white powder. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and which, is, which is currently deodorizing our fridge. Yes, and, and yeah, we got baking soda and a bunch of uh, of newspapers and magazines and things like that to create that note.
4: Surprisingly difficult, like yeah. you know, serial killers or kidnappers or whatever. How about especially if the guy you're trying to kidnap has a Q in his name? It's a serious <laughs> yeah, in we the ass Yeah, we're having a lot of
1: trouble finding a Q. And then after uh, Kathleen and I got
2: here, she remembered. We, it, we won't we won't say what what magazine the Q came from because I think that would be that would be bad. Uh,
1: it, she would was taking them all to Sally Ann, but it doesn't matter. She had a she had a she had a uh, Christmas copy of Martha Stewart Living that was like the A to Zs of Christmas crafts, and she's like, "Wait, it's an A to Z! Every page is a different letter!" So she ran the <laughs> yeah, really, that, that's that, that a, yeah, that was really that's quite handy. Yeah, that makes it was
4: <laughs> a godsend to uh... any. <laughs> To any serial yeah, killers. Yeah, any serial killers or kidnappers that were in the area. I
1: bet they'd go around <laughs> looking for A to Z issues. Like, oh, mm-hmm. excellent. I can get my X's and Z's.
2: Yeah. I, GQ sounds a lot. My favorite yeah. thing about shooting that episode was uh, when Paul was behind the desk uh, dressed as Mark as Mark Sossman. So he had the douchey sunglasses on uh, with the pile of white powder in front of him. And Sharice came by to shoot her section of that episode and walk down into, into the studio area and sees Paul at the desk with douchey sunglasses on with a pile of white powder in front of him.
4: Uh, it says something about how Sharice how knows us, though, that she was like, uh, this is kind of weird, but not like, <laughs> you know, she didn't. It's like, what are you guys doing? But she didn't immediately jump to conclusions. Yes, good.
2: The, the pile of white powder remained on the desk for like a week after that, too.
1: No, well, no, just 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 remnants. I had to take most of it upstairs to throw on the floor. Right. Yes. To take a picture of that for the horse.
4: Yes. For the shape, for the of the shape
1: horse. that looks, <laughs> for the shape that sort of looks kind of like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I I I love that dialogue. That it's a
2: shape that looks kind of, or that That's, sort of looks, looks kind of like a horse. Like a horse. <laughs> Uh, cool. And then the next week was uh, speaking without words. Yes. Codename The Many Trials of Herbert Herbiter. Herbert Herbert. That
4: was so this one was basically This has been building for a the while. The name Herbert Herb- 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 Herb was Yeah. The, was the, <laughs> we, when did We, we
1: were we the were the in the old office. office. We were it was it was a day we were shooting in, Ann and we were sitting there. I recall being behind the desk at the time. Yeah. And, and we were we were talking about just like the ridiculous last names that Kathleen comes up with. Right. And, and we're like
2: eventually it's just gonna be like
1: derp, 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 derp. I,
2: I think it was someone said it'll eventually just be derp derp derp. Yeah. <laughs> derp, derp, and, <laughs> and then and Sounds then, like that, something Alex might say. Yeah. I
5: remember being there for that conversation, though, so I'm not sure that it was an ENN discussion. Uh, it might have been.
0: It uh, wasn't. It was not ENN. Really? The some, original thing was like, hey, but this would be a funny name. We should make a Lerp video with it. Uh, well, and then you yeah. guys yeah. appropriate it. It might have been, uh, like, might have been
2: Action 9, uh, like the Action 9 beard growing thing with Morgan oh, behind the desk. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but regardless...
1: Well, we've, been, like, we've been discussing it for a while. Like any time yeah. like, we months, screw up... like Months. Anytime time we're recording um, that we're recording in and we screw up one of the ridiculous names or at least for me I'll screw up a name and just be like uh, Herbert Urbanorp had this to say yeah <laughs> it's just
4: yes it is it is pronounced Herbert Urbanorp yeah
1: Herbert
2: uh so and it's spelled Herbert Urbanorp
1: but it's pronounced Herbert
2: Urbanorp So yeah I and then I came up with the idea that okay he's 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 a voice actor from when there were no voice actors basically funny story though like uh, someone, someone said, well, Animal Crossing wasn't, a, uh, wasn't, a game, or wasn't an N64 game, it was a GameCube game. It was an N64 game in Japan. And the reason that they did the voices the way that they did was because there was no space in the cartridges. But in Japan, uh, the characters, they, they literally got all the voice actors, because there were voice actors for it, to record um, every letter in the alphabet, like the sound that every letter makes. And then they put those in the combination... Uh, of the first word, uh, first letter of every word that was used in the uh, dialogue. Oh, really? In the That's dialogue. Cool. It wasn't yeah.
4: just random. So,
2: so what Herbert describes as being his problem, which is that he can only pronounce the first letter of every word that he says, is actually how they generated the voices in Animal Crossing. Wow,
4: that sounds like way more work than <laughs> you would think. Like, wow. like because uh, it, cause the sound like sounds a lot like um, you know, like Okami or something. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm pretty sure Okami is just. The same sound, like the same mumble sounds, but yeah, but just they just pitch correct it to different yeah. things.
2: Does anyone remember Banjo Kazooie? Yeah, Banjo yeah, Kazooie was the other one we were talking about, right? yeah.
4: Banjo Kazooie was the same one, yeah. There. That's yeah, it's it, we didn't actually get any
1: mentions into the final video, but uh, a couple of people on the escapist forums were like, ah, oh,
4: Banjo Kazooie, which, yeah. Yes. well, it's, it's it's like in old, it's, it's just like that, yeah, like in old Super Nintendo games. Um, it used to be rather than like little words, it, there, was, there was like a little like a sound, like. Like as the text comes yeah, up, yeah, when the text comes up, and so that's basically like the new equivalent of that.
2: Yeah, well, the yeah, but in the n sixty four era, that the, yeah, that was the equivalent of that. It's like well, it's something like a voice, but it's not really a voice. And on the PlayStation, of course, they could have awesome voice acting.
4: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what is this? Don't
2: open that door. But Chris <laughs> is.
4: <laughs> of course, Someone Okami was a, course a PlayStation two game. So
1: uh, yeah, but uh, but I hope this is not Chris's blood. <laughs> I'll be you examining this. Master of
5: unlocking. My <laughs> favorite needed more
1: than. Honestly, my favorite part make about better use <laughs> that. My favorite part about uh, I hope this is not Chris's blood. I'll be examining this. Is afterwards when you try to talk to Barry, he's just staring at the floor, and the the, the caption Barry is investigating. <laughs> <laughs> and he's I mean, a, he's,
0: he's just in he's shaking his head back and
3: he's,
1: back a, and he's forth. Just scanning <laughs> his eyes back and forth across this blood stain. <laughs> I'm
2: investigating. He's thorough. He's very thorough. He uh-huh. is a thorough man. He's pretty handy with a magnum. No, he's not. It takes him three shots to the head to kill a zombie.
0: Well, then that's the manufacturer's (laughs) fault, not his. (laughs) Um, It's like, I knew I shouldn't have loaded this one with cartoon bullets.
2: Anyway, uh, anyway, so so yeah, the uh, that was sort of a, an iconic thing of the N64 that it felt like a good idea to celebrate, and Gregory did a very good job of. Uh, of
4: Especially
1: know. considering he didn't know he was going to do that until about three minutes before we shot it. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. he his uh, his sort of the the mumbling his curb, curb voice, yet. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which
1: it, it's uh, some people actually asked me. They're like, "Did you?" Did you add that in afterwards, or did he just do that? He like, like, no, no, he no, you to... know, he just did that. <laughs> oh, wow, props to
4: my, so, yeah. my favorite line, I think, in this is the, um, uh, the, the like the subtle backhanded compliment of him going, you know, well, Nintendo has been better than most to us, but the, being, meaning how, of course, that Nintendo has been really terrible at doing digitized voices, yeah. <laughs> but Yeah. And, and, you know, has really backwards <laughs> technology, but it's done in such a very positive way. The part that just, <laughs> that I just loved
1: after I put it together, and the part that just that kills most people when they see it is the uh, is the the panhandling. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Lincoln Navy panhandling yeah. is like the
5: the moment of transcendence. Which, which
4: yeah. I, I'm sure uh, I, I'm sure completely fooled you that that was me with a giant beard. On.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that hat!
4: I was so pleased we got to use that hat. Yeah, but the
1: it's the 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 thrusting at yeah. That's actually just... That is a hey-listen clip, and Charisse happened to time it perfectly. Yeah. hey-listen. I was
2: wondering if you corrected that at all.
4: No, no, uh, didn't need to. I would guess uh, that Charisse has probably played a fair amount of ogre of Time. Probably. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. I'm uh, quite proud of that. And, uh, yeah, so then we have uh, Unskippable. All right, so uh, Magna Carta 2 um, is was very, yeah, very it's generic rpg It's a K-RPG. Mm. Yeah, hence we the were,
2: really we weird all. costume designs and character shapes. Oh,
1: because it's, it's all designed by, um... Oh, what is, what is his name? Hung oh, he he you know this.
4: Hum, know the name uh, of, of kyung hey Kim. No. kyung no. hey
1: Kim, yeah. Who just designs the strangest and, I honestly think, very interesting costumes... But they do not translate to 3D. Like, his concept art is like, wow, that's really cool looking. And then you see it, you see it actually in the game and you're like, that person looks really, really stupid. Like, <laughs> what is she doing working a fishing dock? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. She Why could, is she wearing heels? It's, 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 maybe maybe well, it's I like mean,
4: multiple versions of working the fishing dock. It's not no. oh. She does other things with the sailors. So.
5: It's I, I like she maintains the poles.
4: This actually, Uh-oh. I, oh, I consider the uh, I considered Magna Carta to be like in the same in the same realm as like the um, you know Eternal Sonata or something, where it's these, uh, it's it's these like you know, I guess not JRPGs in this case, but these RPGs in that style, but that take sort of something from uh more sort of North American or European culture, but don't actually sort of understand it. So they're yeah. just like, that word is cool. Or, you know, let's do a thing about, uh, uh, Chopin or whatever right <laughs> but just completely going off on a weird tangent because of it. Yeah what does so, that
1: have to do with the Magna like Carta? The, the, I'm yeah.
4: pretty sure the Magna Carta does not actually show up in Magna Carta 2 at all. <laughs> it's just, just like the name basically. I think so
2: yeah. The Magna Carta an important part of-
4: It's also it, it, it would be um, if our current Premier or uh, Prime Minister looked like uh, the guy from Minecraft 2 that would oh, be so awesome oh yeah if you like if Who you had announcer? like a badass like goatee and awesome costume if you like, if that you, would be sweet
1: if you manage to like like if you like ignore what we're saying uh, and, and watch it you can hear that the, the narrator honestly sounds kind of embarrassed every time he says Schwenzite. he like <laughs> stops he's like the Prime Minister Schwenzite. <laughs> Uh, like he's he's honestly like I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> it's very funny. So and then what was the next? Uh, uh Splinter
4: Cell.
1: Oh, Splinter Cell. Much which, better game.
4: Which much better game? I don't know, but it's a better cutscene. But it's a uh, the uh, I just uh, the I love the the style like the, the it was a cool idea like the the style they do with the. Uh, with the letters projected on stuff. But if you just take it, like, at face value, it's really weird. (laughs) Like, if you take it as sort of, you know, a a, uh, UI thing, then it actually works really well. But also the introductory sequence where he basically, you know, Sam Fisher, the most badass, uh, hardcore secret agent who has the fifth freedom, uh, explains to his like five year old daughter how he kills people, basically. Yeah. <laughs> in great detail. He's like, "Well,
1: you can turn out the light, and then all and the then bad can, men and just go away. And
4: then you know, he's, you know, and then you can do stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, do stuff. Yeah. And then what you don't see actually is the you no, know, yeah, the, the second half of that thing with his daughter is that like some bad guy, some like robbers come in, and Sam Fisher is like, just wait here." Tap, 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 walks to the other room, goes bang, 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 bang. And kills like four guys in two seconds and walks back and is like, oh, and tucks his daughter into bed. Yeah. Because they have to do with a combat tutorial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which like he tucks his daughter into bed and is not phased at all by the fact that like four armed robbers tried to break into his house. Doesn't, you know, call the police or anything. He's just like, yeah. Oh, why would he? I have the fifth freedom. He doesn't need to. <laughs>
1: And man, I tell like Sam Fisher he he sounds so
0: old. <laughs> like it's well, Michael Ironside. I know, but like it
1: doesn't well, matter he,
4: what he, age. Yeah, he looks like, younger now, even though his voice is the same. Yeah, like, rr, Sam Fisher guy. Anyway. But I highly recommend you play it. Yeah. It is a very good game.
2: Okay. Uh, that is all the videos that we have been putting up. James. Please tell me we have time
4: for some questions.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yay! Why does Morgan usually smile when he is acting angry or upset in videos? Because
4: he doesn't know how to emote. Yes. Morgan, that, that's just, Morgan's default expression yeah. is kind of a smug half smile. Yeah, he just he he has a physical disability, which
1: it's actually it it's actually it honestly is kind of a disability because I have seen people like try to have serious conversations with him and he's started feeling uncomfortable and got the smug grin and the person who's like uh, like upset or annoyed with him or something, just gets more angry because they don't think he's taking I, it seriously. I
2: I do the same thing on occasion, and I remember uh, in high school, someone telling me about some like really heavy stuff, and are like, telling like a couple of us about some really heavy stuff, and having to actually pretend to have to go to the bathroom because I was smiling so hard and it, I felt so bad
4: about it. So, so it's, I think Morgan's got a lot better in the, in the course, uh, you know, we, we, and I think we've been getting better at catching it's like, Morgan, stop smiling. Like, this yeah. is bad. <laughs> You're sad now. <laughs> or just, I mean, it's always the problem. I mean, even not, not smiling, but I are sort of, you know, cause obviously we're ostensibly doing things that are funny. Uh, so this idea of, of, you know, not, you know, not cracking a smile while somebody else is doing something silly is of course always difficult. But it's doubly difficult for Morgan. <laughs> so he tries. He tries hard. Yeah.
3: How and tall are all of the crew?
4: Very uh, tall. It's been a while since we had this.
3: Yeah, it's true, Jared. That's shorter than Bill. I am six <laughs> foot. Yeah, old. actually, you know, I like that. We're all we're shorter, shorter than, than Bill. Yeah, and Bill
1: is. Well, let's give Bill's height.
3: Okay, Bill's six ten. We're all shorter than him. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite transportation method, real or fictional? <laughs> fictional. Portal jetpack? Uh, yeah, Portal. Uh, I think. Portal? Would be pretty, yeah. yeah, probably. Goku
0: style teleportation from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. Just,
3: just whistling. Just yourself, put two fingers, fingers in
4: your
0: forehead and it'll reappear the, somewhere else. The, <laughs> the cloud from the, the flying, flying Nimbus.
5: Oh yeah, oh, Nimbus. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Actually, wait. Fuck that. Tardis. Yeah. but the
5: tortoise is evidently difficult to control with any real degree of accuracy. No,
1: it's he can. The thing is, he can do it when he wants to. He, he just, just usually doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. I was. I was just watching an episode where he gets given coordinates and he's <laughs> like, "Okay, I'll just go do that exact
5: moment in time," and does. Yeah, the thing is, they often malfunction. Of, they did kind of explain that in the. Yeah, season, it, the season four finale though, where it was like, this: the TARDIS is actually designed to be piloted by six people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just does it all on his own.
3: All right. Will you ever get to the cocktail challenge from Rebellion, got <laughs> up, yeah. Which was in 2007? <laughs> oh, no. Ah, I, uh, remember yeah. I remember I, that. I think your long answer long is no. I don't even think we have a, the submissions anymore. They're in that they're podcast.
0: they they're in the,
1: they're oh, that for the remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think
3: the answer Oops, is
4: that no. thread just got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: along with the accompanying Sorry, podcast. yeah, sorry guys. It's we don't
2: have time to make all the cocktails. It's a real shame because some mm. of them sounded actually yeah. kind of cool. Back in the day we probably did have that time, but we, we just we left just it forgot. so often. But when we, 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 when we are actually you um, know when we are in a financial situation to, to do it together we should just go out to a bar pass the list to the bartender yeah, and like have make have, have that person do, do them each all. Of the yeah, following. exactly <laughs>
4: the, the real the real funny thing is that question was asked a year ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I'm we probably still have the same person june,
3: june 21st is there we still haven't done it last year um, what's the last thing that pissed you off Mm. Uh, Uh, Oregon was sold out of iPads (laughs) uh, the uh,
5: the super high pressure sales pitch at the Ford dealership I was at that made me an hour late to this meeting
2: Mm. Um,
3: something at my work probably annoyed me I don't remember what it was
2: though just trying to think if you guys pissed me off at all yesterday. Um, I, I haven't been pissed off in Oh, yeah. no, this morning when I, I woke up at 6 a.m. because a wasp flew in the skylight above my bed. And oh, was, that would, would piss me off. He was head. trying to get out, he was buzzing and smashing his, himself against it, and he was like right above me and he had a stinger, and so that triggered this sort of scare response. Mm. Yeah, I woke t- up naturally just with the light at Ten to that's, six
5: this morning.
0: It's very uh, tactical of you, Jerry. You triggered a scare response. You weren't frightened. You, you just triggered a fear response. Get, but,
2: no, 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 get, you I know can't what you saying it, but be scared when
0: there's a singing inside.
2: It, it's like. It's
4: right. when a fraction
0: scared, of my size.
4: Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm. yeah, I know wasps supposed to be like, hey, check this out. How much this?
2: Or... No! no, okay. So everyone's it's just, like... scared of bees. Right, you
5: just you don't want to get stung by it because it hurts. <clears throat> yeah, yes. yeah. i I'm, I'm
1: I'm afraid of wasps and bees, but Kathleen is not, and she is deathly afraid of spiders. So we have an arrangement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, chicken, bacon, or both. Both, both? Uh, both,
0: and two slices of cheese. Chicken it's called is the double bag.
2: <laughs> chicken is a better it was meal. Quite tasty. Sorry. Chicken is a better meal. Bacon has a better taste. The better meal is to wrap the chicken in the bacon. Yes. Yeah,
4: it's Fair ba- bacon is not really suitable as like a main chunk of a dish. No. You know, it is a, it is basically, bacon supplement. Bacon is essentially a flavoring. So both was an option, right? Yeah. Yes. We'll both, the- both. I mean, both. both. Yeah. should
2: get some of that bacon syrup when it comes out. <laughs> of- oh. the-
4: I think you shouldn't. <laughs> I agree with Paul.
2: <laughs> I think I should trail off.
3: <laughs> um, are there any types of games that you enjoy and want to be really good at but just can't do it? For example, I like RTS games, but I suck. RTS is a good example
5: for me. I
1: can't play RTS games online just because other people are way better at micro, and I just don't, yeah. I don't you, care. You and
5: I should play some StarCraft no, no, 2 no. because we, we both suck. Yeah. And we can suck equally. Let's do that. Yeah, all
3: right. Okay.
1: Um, I like playing RTS games one player, though. So, um, uh,
5: fighting games. I wish I was better at yes, fighting
3: games. Yes, I agree. I'll agree with
5: Graham. Yeah, fighting yeah. games. Uh, basically, in my case, Every video game in existence, with the possible exception of Call of Duty, which are the only games I've managed to beat on their ultimate hard modes.
2: See, see I, have this, I have a funny thing where you know, like Halo and whatnot, I can go and beat on Legendary, no problem. Uh, but I, I suck at the multiplayer, and I just, yeah, I don't understand why where that disconnect is, but it, it, there it is. Yeah, yeah some, a huge more, it's more, it's more quickness right and reaction, and stuff yeah, rather than. I, Planning. Yeah, I, like I don't know exactly how that works. Also, 3D fighting games. I'm good at 2D fighting games. I just understand how they work. But 3D fighting games have always just and seemed like a huge crapshoot to Soul me. Soul
5: Calibur I was all, always okay at. I, um, the the one interesting thing,
2: masher, man. no,
5: fair enough. The uh, the interesting thing about um, Halo and Call of Duty, for that matter, and being able to beat them on hard on single player versus multi. Single player, you can hammer away because all it's about is getting to the next checkpoint. So as long as you can make it to that next checkpoint, I'm not, you get on. But
2: I'm not. I've seen you play Halo. I'm not terrible like you are.
5: <laughs> <laughs> point being, uh, point being that you can't just you can't brute force a multiplayer match.
2: Yeah, it's it's not even that. Like Halo is more about like weapon combinations and things like that, which yeah. I, which once you understand them, you can get through single player. But in multiplayer, it just does not help you. Yeah, because so. you don't but, have time. I mean,
5: you yeah. you saw me once I had beaten ODST on, on Legendary, and yeah. I was way better at dealing with weapon combinations and things at that point than I was at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so I'd sort of gotten around that. But much of, like, weapon combinations aside, much of a hard-mode FPS single player is about brute-forcing your way to the next checkpoint. Mm, um, I, I would just unless, unless you're going for, like, an achievement where you can't die or something like that, in which case you've got to play it really careful. But you, it's a lot harder to just, like, bunker down and play off the enemy AI when you're in a multiplayer match because the enemy AI is real people. And it's not artificial. <laughs> yeah. It's,
4: it's just I. I it's the I, uh, thank you. It is it's just I. Yeah, I. I was playing a, uh, like I, I was mainly a computer uh, game player you know, up until I got my PS2 and then my 360. And so I am really terrible at... Uh, console first-person shooters I just I'm still like I, I I'm, I'm getting better at it but I still the the dual sticks for first-person shooter just makes no sense to me I hate it and, and in, in compare like in comparison to a mouse and keyboard it's so much worse that and it's it's probably one of those things that I just have to get more used to it but yeah, I just hate it so much so uh, please
1: let's not let the the thread for this podcast descend into a debate about yeah. that because everyone has their own opinions and just leave it. Yeah, yeah.
4: everyone everyone has their own their own opinions time. and half of them are wrong. Yes, yes. and <laughs> I, 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 I have yes, I happen to be correct in in saying that it's the uh, yes, mouse the and the keyboard is right. better. First uh, person
5: to comment on that in the thread get just gets struck down by the from the heavens.
4: But, uh, so, I mean, so I, I, I am really, I tend to be really bad at first person shooter type, uh, games or, or the, uh, or like the aiming part of a third person shooter. (laughs) I'll be like, you know, zoom in and then go, wah (laughs) wonky and stuff. So, uh, but I'm getting better, I guess. And, uh, so I wish I was better though.
3: So there are any types of games that you feel like you should like? Like, do you wish you liked a certain type of game because maybe somebody else likes that game and you want I, to play with them?
4: I recently tried to play Mass Effect and I didn't really get into it, which made me sad mm-hmm. because uh, I've heard all sorts of great things about it. I wish but. I
1: liked Dragon Age because there's lots of content
3: for
0: it. Yeah, I too <laughs> wish I liked Dragon Age. I wish I liked sports games. Like, I, I, I could I <laughs> play didn't. sports well, you games. You could just play
4: the same game for five years. Yeah, I, You only
0: <laughs> ever need to buy one every year. <laughs> I Because I... Uh, I don't know. I I
2: can play them a little bit and then I get bored of them really quickly. The funny the funny thing but for me I really is like sports so. is games that I used to like. Game like game types that I used to like and I don't anymore. Hmm. Like and JRPGs are a big one there. Like <laughs> yeah. I used to play any old JRPG that came along to completion yes, and Yes, you have standards now. I know, and it's sad. It turns,
1: it turns out that a lot of JRPG, that because we're getting so many more that a lot of JRPGs that get released now kind of suck. Yeah,
2: I love the ones that weren't released when we were in high school; just weren't released because they sucked. Yeah. Um. But the uh, yeah they like that and like even good ones like Disgaea and whatnot. I just could not be bothered to put in that much time. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, by comparison, you know, great, fine. I can put in that much time, but not the hundreds of hours it takes to do this Gaia properly. Also, um, uh,
0: re buying one sports game, the same sports game every year. How many shooters sh- shooters have you bought this year, Matt? How many shooters uh, how do you buy shooters every shooters single
5: year? Do I buy every year? So not that many no, no, it's, big ones. It, it's
0: no, no. It, okay, it's it's iterating. right now. Yeah,
1: no, no. It's with like the EA sports games. They are the same.
5: Yeah,
0: they are. They are there literally
1: not enough. Iterative there is content. not enough change between like 2007 and 2008, or like there's not enough change from year to year to warrant a new game.
4: But yes. subtle, no, but well, that, there are
3: always subtle changes. Right? Yeah, that, well, and those subtle same. changes are, are rosters. But I think you no, no, problem. no. I think you there are gameplay mechanics as well, and those mm-hmm. gameplay mechanics that are changed are appealing enough for people who enjoy the games. You, you just have that opinion because you don't like sports games, right? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and I wish I did. Which is I, <laughs> I mean, being sort of a not fair-weather sports game player, being the kind of person who will play a sports game at someone's house if I happen to be over there and they happen and so to be so playing I. it, right? NHL 08 to NHL 09... NHL 09 was a better game. Yeah, mm-hmm. NHL 09 to NHL 10, 10
3: was a better
2: game. I haven't played 10. Then they changed it's, quite a bit.
3: Actually, my, it's,
0: I, I think it's probably, it's probably somewhat similar to every country musician has the same voice.
5: I believe that
1: scientific will be proven as fact, actually.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a certain extent, I think that sports games could stand to be um, release a game on the subsequent year do a roster update. Just like a download, like $10 yeah. DLC roster update on the Next year, release a new game, it's, and do like it, alternating it, years. The reason they say that is because
1: every every year when Madden comes out, people complain that it's that there's aspects of it that are shit and unpolished because they rushed it because they have to release one every year. Yeah. Right? And so You'd
4: think you think if it was if the same maybe, every year then they would polish yeah. the, you, yeah, well, the, the thing. is it's
5: not like they build them from the ground up either. I they know. have the engine. They just have to build around it. I know.
2: The uh the Call of Cthulhu role playing game is in like its eighth edition now. <laughs> and uh, every time that they reprint it, they just literally take the same book and reprint it correcting any typos. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure by this point they have got all the typos. <laughs> The funny thing is, people will still go out and buy a new one because it's you know the new edition.
4: It's it's in general for me, it's uh, group like not squad based, but uh, multiple people based RPGs. For some reason, I have a lot of trouble getting getting behind. Like I played Dungeon Siege, oh yeah, just with one one guy going and a to a whole the bunch Atari of games and donkey and just it just there's something to do with like all the inventory management and stuff. Really, I find really pulls me out of uh, RPGs, which. And so I don't like having a big group, and so that obviously cuts me off from a lot of RPGs, basically all of them. Mm. <laughs> uh, so I wish I liked them more.
5: All right, that's, that's it. the next we're question. No, oh, we're done. we're done. Yeah.
4: Okay. Aww. the next question is
2: goodbye.
4: Should we say goodbye now?
2: Yes. Yes. All right. So you goodbye know what we're now. gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna put that podcast in a box and put it away. We're gonna we're gonna put it in a box away.
0: I'm an over-emotive psychoanalyzing job placement person, I think I know what I'm talking about.